0: we want to hear from you join the conversation at fast lane Edland on facebook twitter instagram and the podcast i'm not looking forward now, to this step into the fast lane boy trey couldn't contain his excitement the I'm rejoin just, music he had to interrupt i thought it was
1: done i meant i was just kidding i was just trying to make a funny joke
0: how often are you gonna interrupt our next guest brian nolan Frontstretch.com nascar he interrupts Harvard. me more I, you know, I've never really kept track of that, but knowing how things work around here, uh, you know, I know you control my buttons tray, but I'm not sure if I'm completely on board with that potential theory that's Ed, out there. If we want to talk about interrupting people, you tread lightly. I uh, know. What you talking pot kettle? we. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's as black as this laptop or computer screen I'm looking at, uh, and it is <laughs> the table, the computer screen, the padding in the studio. The mics oh uh, there are tons of those yes so yes you are you are correct on that trey uh meantime brian nolan nascar reporter front is with us here in the fast lane uh brian a pleasure to be speaking with you um first of all glad to have you back in second of all i'll do my best to try not to uh you know interrupt either you or trey and more importantly in third uh nascar this weekend legacy motor club they split up with noah gregson was this move inevitable even before Noah Gregson found himself in hot water over the last week?
1: First off, Ed great to um, be on with you actually hosting. I had to deal with Trey's antics last week and we all know how that went. Um, but but let's let, let's be honest. It, it it was I think it was inevitable. I mean, Noah hasn't shown basically anything this past, this um, year we've seen eric jones his teammate get better and better and better and it feels like noah's kind of getting worse and worse he had the concussion um at gateway miss sonoma came back and um maybe some people thought this could be a recharge for him and well it really wasn't and um and then this happened and it just went from down to worse um for him and um i for for him i hope that he realizes that he's in a public spotlight and there's going to be a thousand more eyes on him than any other normal person. And you can't be on your phone at 10 p.m. and accidentally click on something, whether he meant to like that or not. um, It it was incredibly insensitive. um, And and you just can't do that, especially if you are a public figure like he is. So um, I I felt like the writing was on the wall. And then um, with, with this happening, it was just they just had to cut ties with him
0: so that's one of the topics that is uh is percolating and we've gotten feedback and we'll try to get to that tomorrow in the fast lane it's at fast lane ed lane on our social media platforms and his are at the brian nolan our current guest trey lyle vt if you want to weigh in with trey and interview intervene in the potential disputes here but i was nice to i just want to note he he's starting to bash me already i was nothing but nice to him when he was on last week. The audio is up if you want to judge for yourself at Fast Lane Ed no, Lane. can he can admit. <laughs> he said I was. He
1: surprisingly, Ed, Trey was surprisingly really, really nice to me. It was a little odd. I'm not going to lie. I, there
0: we go. I, I, I mean, I listened at Fast Lane Ed Lane where we listen to podcasts um, and you can you know go check for yourself in the listening audience. But I will say Trey handled himself very professionally, uh, which is something you could debate about. Noah Gregson, Brian, um, you brought up the point. And the big overarching one that I've had for the entire time is, first of all, if you're Noah Gregson, you've found yourself in hot water before. Shouldn't you know to be on your best behavior and probably have been told by people that are public relations assistants, they're everywhere in NASCAR, no less, uh, and folks that could coach you through this, that what you do on social media could backfire and therefore it's on you to not like something that's controversial, knowing that someone's probably out there just waiting to pounce on that
1: yeah and and listen um i i I think it was the 12 questions that um the athletics jeff gluck did with noah and noah was talking about social media and how how it basically wasn't really fun anymore so he's not even on it that much And yet he still did this. I mean, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's ironic, but I mean, it's just like he can't get out of his own way. But I mean, there's a reason why, why you got guys like Chase Elliott and Joey Logano. Um, I mean, Chase Elliott, we, we were talking with him. I think it was, it was right when thread started. And, um, Someone asked him. He's like, uh, they were like, yeah, you're on Threads and Chase, is like I was. I really don't even control my social media. I mean, I mean, with with the big name guys like like um, Chase and I mean, Denny Hamlin has his own personal, strictly for social. He has his own social person that does every social handle for him. I mean, we, you got these professional athletes that don't even want to take a chance, so they just hire a guy and do it, and um, for Noah, it backfired on it on him. And um, I, I hope that he takes a look himself in the mirror and uh, reevaluates his life and maybe. Has to reevaluate his friend groups and um, hopefully he'll become uh, a better person like, like Kyle Larson was. I mean, we all saw what happened with Larson and um, he, he's done the time and, he, and he's helped and he's um, done everything um, to better himself and, and it looks like he's a changed man. And hopefully that's what Noah is going to be in uh, maybe a year or two.
0: That's the hope out of this entire situation. The reality is Legacy Motor Club's disappointment uh, continues with Noah Gregson, a guy that people thought would put something together and really showed absolutely nothing this year. Meanwhile, the NASCAR race at Michigan showed out very well, one of the best that we've seen throughout the entire time. Is this going to be a, you know, bland versus bland to some, but exciting versus exciting if you like people that just focus on good racing and winning? Is this going to be a Busher versus Truex battle for the championship?
1: Okay, yeah. Let, let's calm it down there, right? Right there, their the champ. I mean, uh, true. Uh, Kevin Harvick won last year at Richmond and at Michigan, just like Busher. And I mean, he, he had a he, he flamed out fairly, fairly quickly. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Chris Busher. I think he could make the round of eight, but I don't think he is a championship contender yet. And now. I hope he. I hope he proves me wrong, and all of the Busher fans um, that are probably going to be um, yelling at me through the through their radio um, right now are like, "Oh, look what happened! We told you so." I hope I am wrong because it is a great story, and it's so funny. You see everybody that you know celebrates in victory lane. You see Chris Busher; he's still like this little shy guy from Prosper, Texas. It's super weird. He's not used to all this spotlight, so um, I don't think he's a championship contender yet. However, if he continues to get in these wins and even top five and even top ten, I wouldn't be surprised to see him battling it out into the round of eight. And then, when it happens in the round of eight, anything can happen.
0: Indeed, it certainly can. Um, the other parts of this is Martin Truex Jr. Has he asserted himself, even amongst the group of people like Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, William Byron, and others, as the favorite, not just in the betting market, which he is, but in the, the same people's eyes, just because he's been the most consistently contending for victories and has had the fewest amount of raw disappointing runs, whereas there are guys like Kyle Larson and uh, you know Denny Hamlin and even Kyle Busch who can be real boom and might win this thing, but also have bust potential.
1: I mean, I think you have to put him as a championship favorite. I mean, if, if the playoffs were going to um, start, or if the championship four, um, he, if, I, if someone asked me, who's going to be in your championship four, I would put the 19 in there. I mean, just what he's doing with, with his crew chief, James Small, I've loved what I've seen from him so far. And, I mean, this looks like a brand-new guy. Obviously, we, we've documented plenty of times the, what has happened in the offseason. And um, but thing is, he 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 looks so rejuvenated, and I think that's the reason why he's coming back. Ed, I mean, he looks happy. He looks like he's having fun, and and I think this goes for everybody. When you're not having fun in something, why are you doing it? And for Martin Driggs Jr., I honestly think he's having fun, and that's why he's doing it. And um, when he's having fun, I I truly I truly think that he could. Um, Contend for more wins And even contend for a championship I mean him and James Small and all of Joe Gibbs I think are are working And working in a very very good way
0: So you're saying he'll mow down the competition I mean you are a lawn expert
1: (laughs) Oh god Trey you're better than that buddy Come on Oh no I would do the same thing Brian I don't know if we're going
0: to get a dial tone from you With that confessional but I would do the same thing you know me and Cheesy Segway's
1: Oh, hi. You both kill me sometimes. Come on, guys.
0: Just like Brian Nolan kills those blades of grass out in Boise, Idaho, oh. when he is mowing the lawn. Uh, speaking of mowing down the competition, people are expecting Shane Van Ginsburg to do that. I thought Trey Lyle brought up a Gr- great Ginsburg point. Gin. Thank you, Trey. Whatever, SVG. I thought Trey brought up a phenomenal point on the Front Stretch Happy Hour podcast that maybe the betting projections on SVG is a little bit of a tax from what he did previously. Is it SVG's race to win this weekend at Indy? Or are you turning maybe to a cup regular or someone else as a, uh, a real legitimate threat?
1: I don't uh, Now Listen, last time when we were in Chicago, I didn't think he was going to win at all. And look what happened. He proved me completely wrong. Now, this week, I, I don't think he's going to win, mainly just because this was a first time for everything. It was brand new for every single driver. This time in Indy? We've raced it. I think it was 2021 and 2022. So they've had two years of experience. I think that a top five or a top 10 is serviceable for SVG. However, if he's battling out at the front, I'm not going to be surprised at all. Now, if he wins it, I'm definitely going to be surprised. Going two for two and two starts, you got to give them some kudos there. But I mean, I don't think this is going to be a wild card like like Chicago was, but I won't be surprised to see him contending for a top 10. I think that's definitely definitely uh, serviceable for SVG.
0: Brian, appreciate your time today in the fast lane. Last one for you. Who gets the win in Indianapolis?
1: Uh, now, for a storyline, I want SVG. I don't think he's going to get done. But I do think after all the problems that they've had, uh, Tyler Reddick, I, I I truly feel that he is probably the favorite. I'm going to go with the sleeper. I think A.J. Allmendinger locks himself into the playoffs, gets college racing in the number 16 car. I'm going to surprise, Ed. I'm going A.J.
0: AJ Almondinger. that would be pretty cool it'd be a good story and he's had success here as well we always have success when Brian Nolan joins us his is at the Brian Nolan on Twitter and of course the front stretch podcast network Brian thank you for your time today in the fast lane and I'll give you and Trey a, a B plus for your performances
1: okay Hey, hey, that's serviceable. That's what I, I graduated with in college and in high school. So that, that, I, I'm okay with that. But uh, thank you for having me on. Say hi to Rice, to Ross Tucker for me. Um, always love hearing his takes. Um, and spicy mustard for life. And a little inside joke for him. But uh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you.
0: Indeed. And yes, Ross Tucker coming up next in the Fast Lane right here on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.